0: Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend. Today we are going to talk about dieting and meal planning. So a lot of you have reached out to me in having track records of yo-yo dieting or being on track then off track on the bandwagon and then eating something that makes you suddenly feel like you are now off the bandwagon and I want to teach you today how to stick with a plan that is going to get you to your goals. That's realistic. Like if you're, if your goal is to lose 15 pounds, I want to teach you to create a plan for you that will work for you and your lifestyle and not feel restrictive. Because when we declare, I'm going to follow this diet, or I'm going to follow this meal plan that somebody else created, that creates a lot of resistance. And when we can look at all the things we can't have, we suddenly now want all of those things. So I've got, a, I've got two really great tips for you guys today to use for creating a meal plan for yourself because the people in my 10 years of experience in health and fitness coaching, the people that I've seen have the most success are the people who create the plan that they know will work best for them and then also know that the plan is not going to be perfect every single day, okay? Okay. So let's roll into my first tip of taking it one day at a time. So, in the morning or the night before, I want you to create a meal plan that you are going to eat your breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks that are for the next day. Now, I want you to take your goals into consideration. So, if your goal is to add muscle, you want, you know, you want to add protein in, you know, you want to lose, you know, 10 to 15 pounds, eating a carton of Oreos or a container of Oreos is not going to be in alignment with that. So I I want you to realistically take your goals into consideration. And then, secondly, with this portion of creating your meal plan one day at a time, is knowing that you're just going to be taking this one day at a time. So you're creating this meal plan, this meal menu, essentially, your menu for tomorrow or the next day, or if you're doing it in the morning, that day. I want you to put life into it. So if you know, like, oh my gosh, I know that tomorrow I want to have a glass of wine after the kids go to bed. If you are someone who gets a sweet tooth at two o'clock, you, I want you to put in something that's going to help your sweet tooth. Maybe you need a couple dumb chocolates in the afternoon, okay? So write those things in. This is not about creating a perfect day of eating that's going to make you feel deprived or if you you know you have cookies in your pantry and you want to have a couple cookies, put it on your plan for the day you're creating it for, okay? So what this does is confidence and follow-through comes from action, so when you have created a plan for yourself and you're like, I'm going to stick to this and then you do it, a sense of pride comes over you. And when you have paired in the lifestyle portion of it, whether that's the glass of wine after kids go to bed or a suite in the afternoon, like at two or three o'clock you know it's something that you can maintain based off of your lifestyle, right? This isn't about perfection. Now, let's say you get to a certain time and you want to go off that plan. You're not going to panic. You're not going to tell yourself, oh, I can't have that or I can't do that. You're just simply going to put it in for the, the following day. So let's say that tonight you have decided like I'm going to have one glass of wine just while I'm cooking dinner. Like just as I'm cooking dinner, I'm going to have one glass of wine and you get to dinner and you finish that glass of wine and you're like, "Mm, I really want a second glass. I really want a second glass of wine. Today, we're going to stick with your plan. Today, you wrote down one glass of wine, but you're going to take note of it that tomorrow if you want to put two glasses of wine while you're cooking dinner, you could do that. You could totally do that. And maybe when you get to writing the next day, you're going to be like, ah, I had wine last night. I don't even need to have wine today. It's the flexibility that will keep you going. All right. So let's say that you you have the example of wanting something sweet at like two o'clock. So two o'clock rolls around and you're you you had, let's say, two or three Dove chocolates. And you notice like, oh my gosh, well, this has made me even more hungry. Now I want to have even more Dove chocolates. You want to bring awareness to that and be like, well, those three or two Dove chocolates didn't satisfy me. Hmm, let's investigate that a little bit. Well, it does spike your blood sugar and lead you to wanting more. And it's not a very filling meal because there's no fiber, fat, or protein in it. And those are the three things that will keep you fuller longer. So tomorrow, you're gonna, you're not gonna continue eating the Dove chocolates today, but tomorrow you're gonna take note of, you're gonna have your Dove, Dove chocolates, maybe some Greek yogurt and fruit and granola with your Dove chocolates, so you have a more full and satisfying meal. Okay, if you're more of a like salty type of person, you can go with a snack like that, that will make you feel full and satisfied. Like for me, I love this spinach and artichoke dip from Costco, but if I eat it with tortilla chips, like I'll just scarf my face and (laughs) eat a whole portion or eat the whole container. But when I include some tortilla chips and some baby carrots and some other veggies in the mix, like snap peas or cucumbers to dip it in, I feel better. And then even if I include like some type of protein in there, whether it be like a few things of cheese or deli meat or whatever, I I feel more full and satisfied. So the point of this is to just determine one day at a time. And stick to that plan and follow through and be proud of yourself that you did it. But no, it's not about restriction because if you get to a certain point in your day and you're like, "Oh, I I have, you know, salmon and salad on the menu for lunch today," but that doesn't sound satisfying. I want to go out to eat and I want to get Chick Fil A instead of saying like, "Okay, I am going to do." you know, forget the salmon salad. I'm going to Chick-fil-A today. I want you to tell yourself, okay, I'm going to put that into my plan for tomorrow because it's not that I can't have Chick-fil-A for lunch. It's just, I am proving to myself that I can follow through. I am proving to myself that I am being conscious and aware of eating instead of making emotional quick decisions in eating. So try this out. You don't have to plan out a whole month, a whole week. Just take it one day at a time. And take awareness of your energy and hunger levels throughout. And then my second tip for you. So that was tip number one. That was all just tip number one is planning one day at a time. So confidence comes through action and follow through and decide today or, you know, if you do this the night before, but decide one day at a time. And if you have moments of flexibility that you want to put in, acknowledge it and say i'm sticking to my plan today but i can include that tomorrow. You know, i'm going to i'm going to include that tomorrow, right? And so that is what i want you guys to try. And i promise you that if you just start doing this and i i'm going to preface again by saying not making it a perfection day. It doesn't have to be about perfection day. Saying like, oh, i'm going to have my shake for breakfast and then a little baby salad for lunch and then steamed veggies and chicken and rice for dinner. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm asking you to make a realistic menu for you. It's not even a meal plan. It's a menu that you are making to yourself that is realistic based on what goals you want to achieve, pairing it with the lifestyle you want to live. And if for you, having a glass of wine or two at the end of the day needs to be included in your plan, include that in your plan, right? If you want chocolate in the afternoon, but you find that it just leads to more and more like snacking and this and that and more sugar, more sugar, and then crash and not feeling good. So making a bad decision at dinner, you know, you can become aware of it and say, well, tomorrow I'm going to pair it with a more full meal instead of just having the chocolates, right? So taking it one day at a time, this brings awareness to knowing your body, which is your second tip, is knowing your body. Do you find that, and everybody's body is different based on hormone, what phase of recycling are in, we are in, and then also like personal choice. For me, I know I would rather have two large meals meaning a shake and then two meals throughout the day instead of snacking all day long and grazing. Because I find when I have little meals every two to three hours, it just leads me to grazing all day long. But I have many friends that thrive off of small meals throughout the day. So you can get to know your body. You can get to know based on where you're at in your cycle of, oh, That salad did not digest well late luteal phase, but it did feel really nice and vibrant and it was plenty during my follicular phase. But during my luteal phase, maybe I need to have something that's more filling like a burrito bowl for lunch. That's another great observation you can make. Like Start having larger lunches that are more balanced, maybe two portions of protein, maybe two like servings of vegetables and a healthy carbohydrate and see how you feel come two or three o'clock, you may not even have that sweets craving for the chocolate. This is how you start your own self-discovery. You make the plan one day at a time and you follow through on that plan. And when you feel like temptation rolls in, or you want something else, or you need something else, tell yourself, I can have that tomorrow. I'm sticking with this today. I'll work it in tomorrow. And legit, the the example of like Chick-fil-A for lunch, you can make Chick-fil-A for lunch work for you and your goals. You absolutely can. I bet that if you went to Chick-fil-A on the day that you had the emotion tied to it, your choice May, it may not feel as satisfying as like, woohoo, I'm making the conscious decision to do this for my lunch today, and I'm going to feel satisfied off of it because it is on my plan. And I create this plan, and I can change this plan as I go, right? But it's following it one day at a time that brings you awareness. Maybe you'll find a lot of awareness emotional eating, in cycle thinking, in habits, in things that are not serving you. So then you can make those changes that that bring you more energy throughout the day that prevent a 3 p.m. crash. I practice dinner and done. Like I don't eat after dinner typically. If I do, it's occasion. And when I do eat after dinner, the reason why I stopped eating after dinner was partially because of intermittent fasting, which I will do an episode on that um, to come. But I noticed if I ate before dinner, I didn't sleep very well. I had a hard time falling asleep and I would wake up and my I just feel puffy and kind of fatigued and I didn't feel my best. And I started correlating that with like, oh, the days that I had something to eat past dinner. Now, don't get me wrong. There are definitely times where my husband and I have had in-home date nights and we've had treats after the kids have gone to bed just because a pandemic, restaurants and bars are shut down around here, babysitter situations. We we have date nights in at home. So I do eat after dinner on those times, but it's planned. It's also in, in my control. And it's not that I'm so you guys, I'm not living from a plan like this every single day because I have implemented this strategy of planning one day at a time, being aware, not giving in to those immediate triggers of like, oh, there's those cookies. Oh my gosh, I want I want to eat two of those. Okay, I'm going to add that in after my lunch. So tomorrow I'm going to have my lunch. I'm going to feel full and satisfied because it's a full lunch, and then I'm going to have two of those cookies to end my lunch right this is how i operate but it started because i was doing this one day at a time type of menu planning for me you know it was really like and i i came at it from the standpoint of i'm not being forced to eat these things i'm being i'm i was the one who chose it and now i'm kind of being served the five course meal like that's how I see it like when you go to a fancy restaurant and you see this like five course meal that you're going to be served and not necessarily a a restaurant but when you go to like um, somebody's event or when there was big events going on like that and they serve five course meals like you got the these items and they were essentially part of your choice or selection but if you don't want that tomorrow you don't have to have that tomorrow right so I, I viewed it as I was creating this plan for me based on what I like and what I know my lifestyle is like and what I know myself is like because I've got a sweet tooth. I've got I've totally got a sweet tooth and I love having some something sweet in the afternoon, right? I'm not saying create an idealistic day for yourself and you have to stick to it. Create the day that is in alignment with your goals. Add one to two like lifestyle things that you know that you want, follow through on that one day, make note, make awareness, and then whatever you want to do for the following day, do that. Whatever you want to do for the following day, do that. Continue to bring that awareness and get to know yourself and your body and you will then start seeing the progress towards your goals. You will start feeling energetic and vibrant you won't have this restriction or deprivation on you, right? And so I hope this episode has helped you. If you have any questions on this episode, you can reach out to me on Instagram or email me at femininefitnesscoaching@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I am not on social media as much as a lot of other people are. You guys have probably heard that podcast episode from me about social media. So if you do have personal questions about this, you want to shoot me an email at, femininefitnesscoaching at gmail.com and we can have a conversation. When you email me, you will get a pretty lengthy response back probably because I tend to answer emails when I'm at my computer and I can type faster than I, you know on my computer than I can on my phone. And then I want you guys to know that the Feminine Fitness Program starts February 1st. And this is going to be a very intimate group setting coaching That if you have been wanting to have this well-rounded lifestyle with your fitness, nutrition, your body, your productivity, your mindset, your time management, your motherhood, if you're a mom, we're going to be talking about all of those things. I also have already lined up three, possibly four amazing group coaches that will be in there, one talking about seed cycling and food, one is an expert in workouts. The other one, you guys have heard Corinne on the podcast where she's going to be talking about what we can do to support hormonal imbalances. And so if you just want to take a look at what the Feminine Fitness Program is all about, I will leave the link to it in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram profile where you can go read what the program is going to be about. You get lifetime access to it. You that also means that as I run another feminine fitness group coaching, you get access to all of those things that are to come. That's what a lifetime membership means is more and more will be added to it as we grow and evolve. So you're really getting in at this introductory price. You can check out the link in my bio on Instagram, the show notes below if you want to take a look at that. I'll be talking more and more about it through the month of January because we are starting February 1st. If you are ready to lock in your spot, you can go ahead and enroll. So enrollment is open, but you do have time to think through. I know a lot of you guys have set health and fitness goals before. What makes this different is we are going to be creating a roadmap that is unique to you and your body for long-term results, long-term sustainable results that don't feel like you're fighting your body anymore. You don't have to fight your body to lose the weight. You don't have to fight your body to fake energy by constantly having caffeine all the time. We can tap into our natural biological rhythm that makes us vibrant, that magnifies how we were meant to operate instead of depleting all of these other areas of our lives. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If it was helpful to you, share this episode with somebody else. I really appreciate it and have a wonderful day.